Joe Biden has appointed a Satanist. Am I saying these words right? Joe Biden has appointed a Satanist to the White House response team for monkeypox. Monkeypox. Anybody out there got monkeypox? This is going to be a short video today. I just noticed a trend going on under Joe Biden's administration. And that trend is to revisualize, recapture, morph, change. Being normative, normal. I mean, this is, this is where we're at right now in the United States of America. This is Dimitri Daskalakis. Hope I'm saying that right. He was just appointed by Joe Biden to be the official White House National Monkey Pox Response Deputy Coordinator. And Dimitri is all about that pentagram. The symbol of our enemy, humanity's enemy, Satan. The devil. Let's pray first. We got to pray first. We'll do the Our Father. Let me cue it up here. Where'd my Our Father go? Here we go. Nomini Patris et Fidei, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater Noster, quies in Celi, Sanctificetur Nomen Tuum, Adveniat Regnum Tuum, Fiat Voluntas Tuas, Cotincello et in Terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et emitting nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et nenos in ducas in tentationem, se libera nos malo. Amen. St. Benedict, pray for us. Nomini Patris et Fidi, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Okay, for those of you just joining us, we are uh, looking at the new... Joe Biden appointee in monkeypox response, and he's into displaying on his body the official symbol of the Church of Satan. Here is Benny Johnson on Twitter. He says, Demetrius is appointed by Joe Biden to be the official White House National Monkeypox Response Deputy Coordinator. And uh, he puts up some images. Now, the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast is usually a family-friendly outlet, but today's show is not. So, if you got little kids with you, turn this off, watch it later, whatever. Okay, so here is Dimitri. I mean, hold up. Okay, so... What? What is this? I mean, he's got pentagram tattoos. He's got pentagram hat. He got pentagram, uh, what do you call this? Cutaway shirt. He got, what else he got here? He's got pentagram baphomet upside down. Um, and then in this, this says here, this is a really cool Michael McNeil with a Yule log. We did not 
use his new hood by air shirt to unlock the gates of hell. Hashtag Christmas. This is who Joe Biden is appointing. This one, this is sick, gross. Harness by Zana Bain. So he's wearing this harness, got the pentagram in it. If you look on his left tricep on the left side, he's got more pentagram Satan stuff going down there. And you notice that this weird, this is like a village people level weirdness, leather, uh, what do you call that? Uh, fetish. Uh, this seems to be the pattern that he's wearing here. He just likes these pentagram village people outfits. Now, I was thinking about this before I went live, and I was like, okay, this is a this is weird. You know, Joe Biden's appointing this guy to take care of monkeypox. Just pause for a moment, moment of silence on that. But I was thinking about it. To be a Catholic, to claim that you're a Catholic, like Joe Biden does, and to say that he is pro Roe v. Wade, pro the abortion movement, pro Planned Parenthood, that's actually a lot worse than being a monkeypox dude with a pentagram. I mean, at least this guy's showing his colors. He's like, what am I all about? Satan, I wear the shirt, I got the village people black strappy thing, I got the hat, he's got the whole collection, and he's posting it on in Instagram, he's got the skulls and the pentagrams, I mean, he's just hooking it up. Joe Biden, however, claims to be one thing, and then serves the devil in another way. And that's more insidious. That's perfidious. That's infiltration. That's wicked. Now, this Ben Johnson here on Twitter, let me bring him back up here. He has some other info here. As you know, I've talked about Baphomet before. I've talked about Baphomet's tattoos. On one forearm, Baphomet has Solve, and on the other one, he has Kali uh, What is it? Uh, I just dumped myself in my Latin. Um, salve et. Help me out in the live chat. Oh, is it coagula? Yeah, salve coagula. Dissolve and reconvene. Build back. That's what's on Baphomet's arm. Of course, Baphomet is both male and female. He's got the goat head. Male and female anatomy. Disgusting. Here is Dimitri dressed up. I don't know if he has village people gear on underneath that, but we do know that he has it at home, which is gross. And then here he is again, the good doctor, the CDC's unconventional new HIV czar, Dimitri Daskalakis. So he, is, he says, can we ditch our daily pills? COVID-19 vaccine 101, fighting drug resistance. So he's apparently a specialist on monkeypox and HIV AIDS. Here he is again. And look at the hat. I mean, does this guy ever leave the house not wearing pentagrams? Actually, I'm looking at it now. What's on the ground? 
Is he actually standing in a pentagram? Caption says, there is a light even in the darkest places. Oh boy. Oh boy. Get rid of that. Uh, And then people just commenting on it. Yeah, and then we got, you know, this is just trading cards coming soon. Collect the whole set. These are the people advising us on our policy and how to live our lives. What are we coming to? What are we coming to? If you live in America, I mean, I guess everyone has the, you know, freedom to dress in unusual ways, but when you represent the president, you represent the the United States, you represent the people. I mean, can we have some dignity? Like wearing leather leather gear with satanic pentagrams and all that. I mean, it's no good. It's no good. I'm going to take some uh, Q&A and some comments right now. So if you're live with me, um, leave a comment, leave a question. I'll be looking at them right here. And uh, while you're at it, let's go ahead and give a thumbs up to this video. I appreciate it. Hit the thumbs up like and share this video on Twitter and Facebook. I'm actually live streaming right now on all three YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So uh, if you're a new viewer, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. And if you're here on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscription button and subscribe and hit the bell. Okay, let's get down into some comments and some questions. Uh, Here are the topics. Number one, what's going on with Joe Biden where everybody in the White House, okay, And then secondly, uh, is it appropriate to have uh, Church of Satan gear, uh, Church of Satan people uh, representing we the people, getting involved in the monkeypox response team? Here we go. James Johnston, he says, the devil is in the monkeypox details. Apparently, he's wearing it. Literally on his shirt. Uh, Tanya says, who is the watchdog letting Biden get communion? I've already told you all this. Drum roll. Pope Francis. Okay. Pope Francis is the one making sure that Biden always gets communion. It's no mystery anymore. We've covered that in so many shows. Pope Francis is the guy behind the guy when it comes to Joe Biden. I like this comment. This is the comment of the day right here. Elizabeth Valenzuela, let's pray and give our Blessed Mother some extra love. It's her birthday. Today, September 8th, is the feast of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the birthday of the Virgin Mary. Today is her birthday. My wife is downstairs right now baking a birthday cake for the Virgin Mary. Actually, she already baked it before I came up here. She was putting icing on it. And we will be enjoying that tonight after dinner in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We and the kids, we sing happy birthday to Our Lady. Have the cake and pray the rosary. Highly recommend y'all do the same. So yes, happy birthday to the Theotokos. 
looking for more questions. I like that today we have not just questions coming in from YouTube, but we got our Facebook audience and the Twitter audience. John on Fa- or Jean on Facebook says, Satan right in our face, Biden have no shame. Actually, he wrote Satan right in our face. I don't know what you mean, Satan or Satan. Could be both. Oh, boy. David, Satanists worship themselves. They are little gods. That's actually true. I I cover this in Infiltration. A lot of people misunderstand Satanism. Satanism, and you can even ask Satanists this, do you, you know, on Sundays or Saturdays go and, and sing hymns and worship Satan, qua Satan as a person? Most of them say no. Satanists... The religion of Satanism is to deify yourself, to make yourself God. That is the lie that Satan told Adam and Eve on day one. God doesn't want you to eat the fruit because you're going to become gods. Satan's offering a different plan to make you divine. It's a lie. It's false. It's bogus. But that is the satanic religion. How did Satan fall? He said, I will not serve God. I will become a God. There's a Franciscan tradition. It's also Maria Agreda. That when Satan realized that God would become man through a woman, the Blessed Virgin Mary, today's her birthday, he thought, what kind of God is this? That he would have nostrils and toes and a mouth and ears. I'll be my own God then. That's how things are going to be. And that pride of him wanting to deify himself and exalt himself above God, that's what caused him to fall and become from an angel to a demon. He used to be the light bearer. Lucifer is Latin for light carrier, light bearer. But he's no longer a light carrier. Technically, his name is not Lucifer right now. He doesn't bring any light into the world, any light into your life. He brings darkness and shame, death, sin, and destruction. Jesus says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have, I have come that they might have life more abundantly. All right, I saw a super chat come in. Let me chase that down. Lots of good questions coming in. Uh, Dwight Shoot says, do you pray the gooby? I have no idea what that means. Anybody know what that means? Thanks for the super chat. I'm going to say no. Um, yeah, it's very sad. Before I went live, I learned that Queen Elizabeth II has passed away and gone to her reward. May she rest in peace and may the souls of the faithful depart through the mercy of God rest in peace. It says, uh, Aaron says, Is there any more symbolic? Queen Elizabeth II, the last representative of the old order, dies on the same day that man, a perfect embodiment of current age, is appointed to a position of power. (sighs) It's crazy. Andrew Anderson says, I net that dude currently has monkeypox i think he says i bet he has it i don't know i mean i can't make a infallible conclusion on his lifestyle but i have some inclinations about 
his lifestyle. Rachel over on Facebook, she says, hey, Dr. Marshall, she gives a little high hand. Can you talk about Satanists infiltrating the Catholic priesthood? Please feel free to refer to my story at any point. Dear friend, Avi Maria. Oh, this is Rachel uh, uh, Master Giacomo, if I said it correctly. Um, yes, well, I talk about the infiltration of Satanists into the priesthood, and in particular, uh, those uh, associated with sodomy in my book, Infiltration. For those new to the channel, of course, if you're not new to the channel, you've heard me talk about infiltration hundreds of times. If you are new, this is the book where I give the 150-year history of why the Catholic Church is in the mess she's in right now with corruption, uh, pedophilia, sodomy, heresy, uh, irreverent sacrilegious liturgies like the one we saw yesterday with the Nerf sword fighting, the, the raft mass, the balloon mass, the cl clown mass, all these things. There has been a systematic infiltration into the church and into the priesthood. Even in the 1800s, the Freemasons, for real, we have it documented, said that they were going to begin placing people in the seminaries and in the religious houses, both the nuns and the monks. And it did happen. Go to some convent and watch them walk the labyrinth and do their yoga and do their om and do their all these things. Those seeds were planted. Now, I don't know if you all know the story of Rachel, but she was the victim of a satanic, anti-sacramental, black mass, uh, what's the word? Sexual abuse, ritual satanic abuse. And uh, you can read her story online. And she's done interviews, I think, uh, recently with Patrick Coffin and others. There are men in the priesthood who are there not because they love Jesus Christ, not because they love the Blessed Virgin Mary, not because they love the Mass. They're there to pray like vampires on the vulnerable, and to suck their blood, to suck the life out of them. That's the reason they went to seminary. Not because they had a vocation and loved Jesus. Are you trying to tell me that Theodore McCarrick, the former cardinal who molested boys, sexually abused seminarians, priests, embezzled money, had to be basically kicked out of the priesthood and of being cardinal, several years ago, not several years ago, three years ago. He entered that lifestyle to prey on the innocent, to prey on the vulnerable young people, kids, and vulnerable adults. And he made it to Cardinal. He didn't just made it make it to Cardinal. He made it to Cardinal Archbishop of Washington, D.C., which brings us full circle Right back to what we're talking about today in Washington, D.C. Oh, one more thing about Rachel's story. The bishop overseeing this abusive priest and the satanic ritual abuse, he was just made a cardinal last week. 
Cardinal McElroy. It seems like if you get involved in some of this satanic ritual abuse, you get to be promoted in the Catholic Church. There's a system of promotion, of vetting the good guys and promoting the wicked guys, and it has to stop. I know some people say, Taylor, you know, he said, check out my book, Infiltration, like a hundred times, 200. I know that's because you need to read it. It's for your own good. You may read it and say, uh, no, read the footnotes, do your own research, fact check. We Catholics need to accept the fact that we have been infiltrated. There are bad priests amongst us. I don't know how many. We don't have a, a beeper test so we can wave over him and go beep, 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 beep. Here's a molester. But we need to be aware that there is a systemic infiltration. Bella Dodd said hundreds of these men were put into the priesthood. To undermine what? To undermine the church, to undermine grace, to undermine the sacraments, and to undermine the entire society. These are the bishops and the cardinals and even the popes who are giving their blessing to Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, and the entire culture of death political complex. Infiltration. Check it out. It's for real. Ask Rachel. She's the victim of it. All right. Uh, Oldie says, infiltration unfortunately makes total sense when you read and understand what is now going on. You know, I think it's interesting when that book came out a couple of years ago, people said, oh, Taylor Marshall did a conspiracy theory book. He lost his marbles. He went crazy. Nobody says that anymore. Have you noticed that? They may attack my tone or say, oh, he's too traditional, but they don't go after this book anymore because this book has been vindicated month after month after month after month. All the dots line up and you see the pattern. All right. James says the Vatican is run by a satanic pedophile cult. I don't know if I would go that far and say it is run by, but there's definitely that presence there. I don't see how anyone can deny it. Debbie says, Satanic ritual abuse is one reason why the queen is dead. It was by military tribunals a few years ago. Uh, it's be finally being announced. Uh, I'm not so sure. I think she just died today. Uh, nuns are also bad. Not all nuns are bad. There's awesome nuns, holy nuns. I've met some of them, great nuns. But yes, the infiltration is not just in the priesthood. It's not just the bishops and the cardinals. It's in the convents deep. Wormwood rot in the convents. Some of these nuns are not brides of Jesus Christ. No, no, no. They work for their master. They promote a culture of death. They promote contraception, abortion, alternative lifestyles and alternative unions and all these things. There are nuns out there that are completely infiltrated. It's sad. 
see, look, going through the comments here. Here is Chidozi Inya. First time I joined a live video watching from Nigeria here. All right. We salute all you in Nigeria. Pray for us. Colette, you're one of the best. Well, thank you, Colette. I appreciate that. Here's a good one from uh, Moises. Moses. Moises. No matter what our enemies do, Our Lady is prepping for the resurrection of the mystical body of our Lord Jesus Christ. The gates of hell will not prevail. I agree. Praise God. This is why I'm, I'm in a good mood. I have a smile on my face when I talk to you. I'm hopeful. I have faith. I have hope. I have charity. God willing for God and my neighbor. There is hope. Don't give up. Just because you see this, this is weak. You know what's strong? Our Lady the rosary, Jesus Christ crucified and risen again on the third day, the Holy Ghost descending upon the church on Pentecost and remaining with us to this very day, strengthening us in the confirmation in the sacrament of confirmation. We have strength in Christ. Tammy says, Dr. Marshall, thank you for calling a spade a spade and naming names that everyone is afraid to name. Well, we have to be careful, but yes. Marina says, This world lies in the hand of the wicked one. Satan will do his utmost to destroy the church and as many souls as he and his acolytes can. Let's be careful here. The world is in the hand of Jesus Christ. Satan is an infiltrator. He's a robber. He's a thief. He's seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. But he doesn't own the house. He doesn't own the earth. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the master of the house. He has redeemed every square mile of planet earth. Every square inch of the entire galaxy has been bought back, redeemed by Jesus Christ on the cross. He owns it. He, he made it. All things were made through him, John says in the first chapter of John's gospel. And he redeemed it all with his blood, even after Satan came and messed it up. And he will return again to judge the living and the dead and reclaim everything that he made and that he purchased. So, let's not give Satan too much credit. He's got a lot of influence. He's got a lot of infiltration. But, he's not the boss. He's not, as we would say in Latin, he's not the dominus. He's a dog. God's strength says, I think Catholics having more children while atheists having less means there's hope. Well, the atheists want to corrupt our children and teach them all kinds of garbage. Recruit them. That's why we parents have to be on watch. Mimi Ness says, Zachary King was a high wizard in a coven. He converted after the Virgin Mary asked him to be in her army. His pages 
All Saints Ministry, and he also has a YouTube channel and many interviews. He has a very interesting story. Zachary King was like a high priest wizard in Satanism. Had all kinds of dark arts. Yes, our Lord has every cubic inch. I said square inch. He reminds me, every cubic inch. That's correct. And not only the square inches and the cubic inches, but even beyond that in the metaphysical universe, he has dominion and power and reign and kingdom over the entire spiritual world. Heaven, purgatory, he's even king of hell. He sends his enemies there. David says, has Pope Francis spoken about monkeypox? That's a good question. I don't know. I heard there are some people in the Vatican who had monkeypox, but I've, I haven't seen any statements. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know in the live chat. Has uh, Francis talked about monkeypox? Uh, let's see. Dr. Taylor Marshall, can you respond to Instagram banning Pornhub? I respond, yay. That's awesome. Unknown user, Dr. Taylor Marshall, how would you respond to Protestants who, who constantly say the church is the people and not a religion? I get this from Protestants a lot. Um, well, what is a religion? Look it up. Or let's, let's do some Latin. You know, nobody studies Latin or etymology more. Religion. Re. Again over established usually a repetition religion that triliteral root there l-i-g in religion is the same word you get for ligament what's a ligament do ligament keeps your body together connects your powerful muscles to your skeleton so you can move you can run, you can jump, you can do a somersault, you can do a cartwheel, you can play tennis or basketball or football or hug someone. Without the ligaments, you're a pile of mush with nothing. Religion is the rebinding, the re-ligamenting of not only you as a person, to help you stand up straight and be strong and maneuver, but also of society. Religion is a good word. Somebody a long time ago made religion about, well, I don't believe in religion. I, be I believe in a relationship. Mm. All relationships have ligaments, have binding powers. That's what a ligament does. So I just think I, I just think that's ridiculous to say it's not a religion. Plus, there is a passage in James, St. James the Epistle. Let me uh, just pull up my uh, Bible real quick. That does call our faith a religion. It is James chapter 1, verse 27. I'll put it on the screen and share it with you all. And you can use this with your Protestant friends and say, you guys believe in the Bible, right? You are always saying Catholics don't believe in the Bible. You guys believe in the Bible, right? 
oh yeah, we believe in the Bible. Okay, we'll check this out in the Bible. Mm, that's kind of small, isn't it? Let's make it bigger. Boom. Y'all see that? James chapter 1, verse 27. Religion clean and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their tribulation and to keep oneself unspotted from this world. And quote, if religion is so bad, why is the Apostle James writing the Bible, inspired by the Holy Ghost, using the word religion? Because religion is a good thing. Remember, L-I-G, ligament. We want to realign, re-ligamentize you and society. That's what religion does. And religion, by the way, according to Thomas Aquinas, is a virtue. It's a virtue of what you owe to God. That's what religion is. Good question. Thanks for that. I'll do a few more questions before we sign off. Uh, Monty RC got it right there. Oops, that's the wrong one. Re-ligare. Thank you. To hold together. That's what it means. I mean, how can a Protestant say, I don't want Jesus to hold together my life or reality or society or the church. That's just ridiculous. That's just, they don't even know what the word religion means. Denise, I read my Bible every day. My goal is three chapters a day. I do it in the mornings. Let's see here. Sincere servant. You cannot call yourself Christian without first being Catholic. Prior to 500 years ago, being Christian was the Catholic and vice versa. People cannot change history. That's right. There's one real form of Christianity. You know, I used to be a Protestant minister before I was a Catholic. I was always plagued by this. What is the one true version of Christianity? Is it Lutheranism? If Lutheranism is the one true version, why didn't it exist till 1500s? Scrap that. What about Catholic, Eastern Orthodox? What is the one true religion? Obviously, you're hearing me talk here. I believe it's the Catholic Church. From, its, from her morals, her dogma, her continuity over 2,000 years. We're in a bit of a pickle right now. All the confusion in the church. But the confusion doesn't come from the church. It comes from infiltrators jacking around with the church, screwing things up. All right, we'll do two more questions. Oops. Sometimes I try to click on them and they move. K-Nate says, Dr. Marshall, did you see the yoga at St. James in Antwerp? They're chanting mantras, using funds to renovate the Rubens Chapel. Did you see the video on this? I didn't, and I need to go just check it out. But yeah, yoga is a Hindi word that refers to liturgy. Liturgy is how you worship deities. Yoga is a religious practice. Yeah, but Taylor, I'm doing it not in a religious way. Mm. That's dangerous, if it's even possible. 
That's like a Hindu saying, I love praying the rosary, but when I pray the rosary, I don't actually do any prayers or mean any of the words. And then the next question is, well, why are you even doing it? Yoga is a Hindu religious practice. It is. My wife saw uh, some comments on a mom's group. This woman said, um, I need to get my house blessed. Um, where we lived before, a priest did it. How can I do that here? And one of the women in the neighborhood group said, oh, if you talk to your yoga instructor, they can come and bless your house also. So don't, don't be running up on me and saying yoga isn't religious. Why is the lady down the street from me saying, oh, if you can't find your priest to bless your house, just get your yoga instructor to come bless your house. And several exorcists I've talked to said yoga does open you to the demonic. Father Ripperger says it over and over. Just don't play with other religions. You wouldn't go do, hey, I'm opening up this studio. You guys should come. What are you doing? Well, we, we got these Muslim stretches. We're going to do the Muslim stretch out routine. What, why, why do they got to be Muslim? Well, I'm not a Muslim, but we're just going to do it the Muslim way, the way the Muslim gurus teach us how to do it. Well, why don't we just all get together and stretch? Well, we could, but this is going to be the Muslim stretch workout. Look, there's nothing wrong with stretching. Nothing wrong with taking care of your body. But if you go do yoga, you're going to do the Hindu version of this. Do you really want to associate with Shiva and Ganesh and all the deities and the yogis and the gurus of that religion? Nope. Hard pass, H to the no, don't want it. All right, uh, one last question. This is from Catherine Hatch. Are near-death experiences demonic? Many say they have the ability to commune with spirits after, or Jesus never calls to convert. Uh, just like dreams, dreams can be holy and good. Dreams can be also bad and misleading and even evil. They could have evil content or temptations in dreams. So there's always a, a discernment. And I think there are near-death experiences amongst the stories of the saints where they go and they are in purgatory or they go and they're shown what their spot in hell where they would go and they come back and they become holy. So some of these things are legitimate. And then I think some of this is not. And I think especially when it comes to drugs. Okay. Drugs do mess up your brain and mess up your soul. All right. When people are involved in drugs and some of these near death experiences, I think those are actually, uh, if not always, uh, on the bad side of things, demonic, because you're in a state that's not rational. You're numbing yourself. And remember, the reason why getting drunk is a mortal sin and why getting high on drugs is a mortal sin. The reason for that is, is God made you in his image. And the image of God is not necessarily this. The image of God is that you have an intellect and a will. You know, I got a dog. He's got eyes. 
two nostrils, mouth, teeth that are white like mine. He's got ears. He's got hair. But he doesn't have a soul. He doesn't have a rational intellect and a free will like I do. You can throw a ribeye in front of me on a Friday and I'm not going to eat it. There's no Friday, there's no day in the year if I threw a ribeye in front of Duke that he's not going to chow down on it. He does not have a free will. He has emotions. He has affections. He has instincts. He has recognition. He has behavioral patterns. He knows tricks. He can sit, shake hands, and all those things. But he doesn't have the rationality to build a pyramid or a highway or an airplane. He doesn't have the free will like we do. And when you get high and you get drunk, what are you saying to God? You're saying the thing that makes me different than all the animals, intellect and will, I am going to numb and or deaden both of them. I'm going to take away my intellect and I'm going to take away my free will. And this is why when you're drunk or high, you do things that are stupid and against what you would normally will to do. You're becoming more and more like a beast or an animal. So we must embrace the intellect and the will. That's the image of God in you. And then that is vivified and put into motion for God's will by his grace in you. So you want God's grace acting on your intellect and will. As you correspond with that, you become a saint. If you're drunk and you're high, you cannot become a saint doesn't work. And that's why I think if people have near-death experiences and they're high, drunk. Mm. No. All right. Just want to thank all the Patreons. I, I uh, got in there today and answered your questions. I also put up, someone said, hey, here are five questions I keep getting from Protestants against the Eucharist, against the Mass. Can you please help me with some talking points? I went in and I gave talking points, Bible verses, analogies for all five of those Protestant objections to the Eucharist. And I uploaded those today in Patreon. So if you want those, go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. That's how you support this podcast, this channel. Do you like this content? Do you like this info? Support it. Patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. I'll send you signed books. There's different levels, online courses. Some Q&A can help you in there. So go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. Due to the number of people in there, I'm not always able to just sit there all day and respond and chat with people. It's impossible. Sometimes it can take me, especially if you have like a hard question, it can take me some time. But the main purpose here is to support the channel, uh, not to chit chat. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. And I also uploaded the first three chapters of my new book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. Let me put that on the screen. I got the hardback today in the mail, which means we're going live on this thing soon. This is a commentary from the saints, the church fathers, the popes, every single verse of the book of Revelation, the apocalypse, every single bit of it. We cover who is the Antichrist, what do the saints say about the Antichrist, what are the signs of the Antichrist? What the apocalypse will look like? What it will be like? How you prepare for it? It's all there. And it is the most hopeful, joyful book 
I have ever written. And this is my 11th book. The people who have read this book already, advanced copies, are like, this is so joyful and hopeful. Jesus is in control. He wins. If you want to know the end of the book, he wins. That's it. All right. And also, make sure you know what to do. Pray that rosary every day. If you're not praying the rosary every day, you're not on the team. Today is Our Lady's birthday. The Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Boy, you should pray a rosary, if not 15 decades, but at least five decades of the rosary today. If you don't pray the rosary on your mom's birthday, the Virgin Mary's birthday, oh, can you imagine? Yet Our Lady asks you to pray the rosary every single day of your life. She did at Fatima and other Marian apparitions. And it's her birthday. And you skipped it and didn't pray the rosary on her birthday. Look, you can't send a card to Mary. I guess you could write something. But if you really want to send her what she really wants on her birthday, she wants you to grow closer to Jesus by praying her rosary. She calls it the battering ram of the kingdom of heaven. Pray your rosary today. Let's just say that. Or you're definitely not on the team. You don't pray the rosary today. On her birthday, yeah, you just you lost your on the team card. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching, and remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless.